welcome back to the It's Fine, I'm Fine podcast. If you need some pure comedy in your life, need a good laugh, you want to feel better about yourself, you are welcome for this episode. Um, yeah, we're going to get into something I kind of touched base on a little bit last weekend, um, which is dating, but specifically, cause I'm not doing that really. I'm not, I'm not dating, but I want to specifically talk about dating apps. Um, and how hilarious they are constantly like deleting them and then you know, re-downloading them when I'm bored, basically. Um, or there is that, you know, those brief moments in time where I'm like, okay, maybe I am ready to put myself out there. Uh, and then I do. I download the apps again. And I'm quickly reminded of, <laughs> of why I do not. Um, also, because my therapist is very, very all about me um, starting to open myself up a little bit more to the idea of it. Um, not fully like pursuing something because I don't really think I'm ready for that right now and I don't think she thinks that I need that right now. Um, but she really wants me to, you know, open myself up to the possibility um, but to not get attached to anything. So that's what, you know, what, what I'm doing, I guess. Um, so I downloaded them again. And when I say them, I mean one. I downloaded one dating app back, which is Hinge. Um, I feel like Hinge is like the holy grail of dating apps, you know, like the target of dating apps. You know, we have like the Walmart version, which is like, I don't know, Bumble. And then we have like the dollar general version, which is like Tinder. I don't know. Um, great analogies. Um, I don't know. I just, I like the way it's organized. I find more people on there. I think that the questions that you like have to answer in your profile are just a little bit, I don't know. Some of them are funny because some of the answers to these questions that these guys put on their profiles are unreal and I want to do an episode so bad of where I just like get on my hinge and just like screenshot some of the the questions and like the responses because I've cried my eyes laughing at some of them and not in like a mean way just like people are genuinely funny maybe we'll do that in another episode but uh yeah I don't know I just really like it it's one it's my favorite I go back to it a lot clearly um but I just feel like the people that are on there are just like actually genuinely like wanting a connection. So that's why I go back to that one. No, this is not sponsored by Hinge, but like at Hinge, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, hit a girl up. Wouldn't be opposed. Anyway, <laughs> so um, to get to the point, I downloaded Hinge again. Um, I've had it for about a week or two now. And I have yet to actually respond to anyone that I've matched with. Uh, I, you know, I, I have not sent any messages to anyone else. So it seems very pointless that I even have it. But 
it's also entertaining at the same time. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, if, well, if I have the app and like I get on it every once in a while and I'm, you know, liking pictures and I'm liking responses, it's something, right? That's putting myself out there. And I know that like dating apps work for people. Like, obviously, some people have really great relationships from being on dating apps. Um, me, <laughs> I've been on my fair share in the past, I would say, almost four years I've been on my fair share um and I just have come to the conclusion that I don't think it's for me I keep going back I keep going back because I'm like maybe one more time maybe if I download it one more time uh yeah that never happens um staying positive staying positive um but I also I don't know like I just I'm probably not gonna meet my person through a dating app and I I know that in the back of my head but this day and age, like, this is just how you meet people. You meet people on the internet. And I am just a very awkward human being. I'm socially awkward, and I'm not going to go up to you in a bar unless I am a couple drinks deep and my friends are like, go, or they're pushing me into you. Um, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. So I have to kind of resort to dating apps right now. Um, but I had never used them until I moved to Nashville. So, you know, when I moved here, um, obviously it was the easiest way to date. Um, and I was just really excited about it. Like, I, I was like, oh my God, look at all the options. Like, I grew up in a freaking tiny ass town where you knew everybody. So, you know, slim, slim pickings. Uh, yeah, so I was just very intrigued by, like, the dating app world. Went through them all, like, Tinder, um, Bumble, Hinge, Plenty of Fish. Like, I had all of them when I moved to Nashville because I was just so excited to date in Nashville. It makes me laugh now because I think that Nashville has one of the worst dating scenes. I have no I've only lived in one city my entire life, but... Um, I know a lot of girls that relate to this and a lot of girls have also said this to me. Even guys have said this about females in Nashville, but like the dating scene in Nashville is just on a whole new level. It's wild. And I have had the absolute worst luck when it comes to dating in general, but like especially from apps and when you listen to some of these horror stories that I'm about to tell you guys, you're, you are going to believe me. And the best thing is, is like, I can look at these, I can look back at these memories, these sweet memories, and they're so fucking hilarious. And I just, I just learned to laugh through it because you just, you just have to, that's, you have to do it. You just gotta laugh. Well, I would like to share with you some of my favorite, maybe the most horrific, but some of my personal favorites, um, some of the guys that I've gone on dates with. So grab a snack, pour a drink for me. <laughs> Here we go. This is one of my favorite stories. This isn't really like a horror story. Um, I mean, it is for me. It's embarrassing as hell um, just because I was... This was the first date I had ever been on in Nashville. I was very fresh. I mean, I was like maybe just moved here three weeks prior to this. 
So I was very excited. Um, and I, I had just downloaded Bumble first when I moved here. I didn't know what Hinge was. I had, I used Tinder before, but like it wasn't really my thing. So, so I meet this guy, we go to this baseball game. We went to a sounds game. Um, and (laughs) of course my first freaking date in Nashville is with a songwriter and we'll just leave that there. Anyway, so we go on our date. We go to a bar before we go to the sounds game. It's going great. I really like this guy. I'm like, hey, in my head, I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is it. (laughs) Like I have, uh, you know, I've been in Nashville three weeks and I'm already like on a date and it's going great. Like this is amazing. Like I'm embarrassed of myself already. So we go out, we go to this baseball game, and then after the baseball game, we we leave the game early and we go to another bar, um, and we just get shit-faced, both of us, like, so drunk, and at first, I, like, I could feel myself getting drunk, and I was like, I don't know, maybe I need to slow down, like, I don't know if I'm embarrassing myself, but Homeboy was also throwing back the beer, so I was like, okay. I, I got to keep up. We'll keep up with each other. Like, this is fine, you know. At this this last bar, and it's I'm pretty sure it was, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday night, and I had work the next morning. My mom, my mother was in town. I remember telling her, like, hey, I'm going on a date tonight. And she, her being like, oh, uh, okay, uh, we'll see ya. So we go on this date. We're absolutely hammered. Um, and we were getting ready to go home. And... Uh, I think he wanted me to like go home with him and I was just so naive and stupid and I was drunk. We'll add that in again, was drunk. Um, and we were just going to take an Uber. I was just going to take an Uber home. That was like my initial plan. And then, um, we're sitting at the bar and we're trying to figure out what to do. And I'm like, my roommate can come pick us up. No big deal. Like he'll come pick us up. He's, he loves it. He'll, he'll do it. Let me call him. Let me call him guys looking at me like your your roommate is gonna come pick us up like he's what why oh I call my roommate and I'm like hey can you come get me and this guy at the bar and like take us home and (laughs) he's like "Uh, okay so he comes and picks us up and he is like he loves embarrassing me and he just thrives on doing it so he shows up to the bar and he he puts like two water bottles in the back seat like in the cup holders like he's an uber driver like he's pretending to be an uber driver because he didn't think that I had told the guy that I was at the bar with that I was like having my roommate come pick us up so we get in and my roommate's acting like an uber driver and this guy's in the back seat, just like, what? What's going on? Like, he put water bottles in the back seat of the car, acting like an Uber driver. So that's already, like, f- fucking embarrassing. Um, so we go back to this guy's house, you know, dropping him off. But he probably thought that, like, I was coming home with him. Um, and I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee. Like, can I come in, into your house and use the bathroom? And he was like, yeah, no problem. Like, come on in. And... I think he thought that I was going to, like, tell, you know, my roommate to go home, um, but I did not. 
I was like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go pee. Uh, so we go inside. It's just so just embarrassing on my end. Um, we go inside and the house is just beautiful. It's this like super modern house in East Nashville, beautiful neighborhood. I'm like, whoa, like I'm just looking around like, whoa, this is great. Like you live in a really nice house. Like, wow. So I go to the bathroom and I come out and he's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the restroom. Leave until, you know, we say goodbye. I'm like, okay, okay. So he goes to the bathroom and I'm just like sitting in the living room, looking around, just, you know, admiring things. So all of a sudden I see the mantle, the fireplace and the mantle, and there is a Grammy sitting on the mantle. <laughs> and my ass walks over. I pick it up and I'm holding it and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm holding someone's Grammy. Not mine. I don't know whose Grammy this is. I'm just, I'm just casually drunker than a fucking skunk in somebody's house holding their most prized possession. I'm just looking at it, like admiring it. Like, wow, this is great. I pull my phone out. I like take a Snapchat of me and the fucking Grammy. I'm just, it's like a selfie, me and this Grammy award. And I send it to like my best friends and I'm like, oh my God, look at me in a Grammy. And I'm just, just so fucked up. So this, the guy comes out and he's like, whoa, like put that back. That's not mine. It's my roommate's. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, this is so cool though. Like, wow. Just, I've made myself look like such a fucking idiot. I was like, this is so cool. Oh my God. Um, and I was like wide eyed, you know, bright and bushy tailed moving to Nashville. Like, you know, it was just very new to me. And that was just like really cool in my eyes. And he was just like, yeah, you know, it's my roommates. He's won a couple. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, but maybe put it back. And I was like, oh, okay. So I put the Grammy back and I'm like, okay, bye. And he was just so annoyed with me and like thought that I was so stupid because I was just in awe over this Grammy. Um, and I like put the Grammy back and I, I went to leave and he's like, okay, bye. It was really nice meeting you. I, I you know, we'll talk soon. Bye. I was like, oh, okay, bye. And I like wave goodbye and I go get in my quote unquote Uber, which is just my roommate. So yeah, that was my first ever date in Nashville. And I woke up the next morning and I had saved the picture to my Snapchat memories. And you ever wake up the next morning after a night of drinking and like when you black out and you don't remember anything and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Like the first thing you do is like check your texts obviously your your phone calls and then you like go into maybe like if you have snapchat go into snapchat and like check that you just check everything just to see what you did yeah so I go to snapchat and I have like a couple snapchats from my good friends and they're like oh my god you are so wasted like your eyes aren't even open like they'd screenshotted it and been like oh my god this is great like I was so embarrassed so embarrassed and this guy like he was just uh not a super great person he kind of treated me like garbage after that um which you know big surprise there but um yeah that was fun that was my first ever date in Nashville and I made myself look like a weird fangirl like psychopath
So that one was just embarrassing. The rest just get worse. It just gets worse. So I started doing this thing after that date. It took me a while to get myself back out there because I was just like, my ego was just hurt. Um, so I started doing this thing where like, I would invite guys I met on these dating apps to like come hang out with my group of friends. And I don't mean like, oh, we're going to hang out like the third or fourth time. I would invite them out like our first time hanging out because I hated one-on-one dates. And I just like, I hate talking about myself. It takes some pressure off. Um, But my friends loved it because it became their entertainment. And it was like hilarious. And every time I would bring a guy, I'd be like, guys, like he's really like, you know, he's sweet. Like we've talked. And then it's just ended in like burning flames. And it's so funny. It's so funny. It's like, it's, it's shitty. Like my, my dating life is a joke, but it's also funny. So there was this guy that I had met. We had been messaging back and forth for a little bit. He seemed cool. Um, and I was like, well, you know, my friends and I are having a game night. You should come over, come hang out. Um, just, it'll be casual. He was like, cool, cool. I'll do that. Comes over. Um, he was a little shy at first, which, you know, that's not a bad thing, but as the night goes on, we started playing beer pong and he, I was pretty tipsy. I had no, I really just had no idea what was going on around me. It was just like lights are on, no one's home kind of thing. Um, but he was like, we were partners playing beer pong and, um, we, every shot that I would make, he, he would be like, yeah, yeah, go Corey. <laughs> he called me the wrong name all night. He called me Corey. That ain't my name. Clearly. He called me Corey all night long. And I being like, just fucking oblivious, had no idea. Like, I didn't know he was doing that. And he would do that, and I'd be like, yeah! I had no idea. So my friends just, like, kept laughing, and, like, just, I I had no idea what they were laughing about. So, you know, later on, I found out that they were like, he kept calling you Corey. And I was like, no, he didn't. And they're like, yes, he called you Corey, I think, like, five or six times. And I was like, no, he did not. No, he did not. And they were like, yes, he did. That's why we were like laughing uncontrollably because you had no idea. But he just kept calling you the wrong name. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. (laughs) No, 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 no. Obviously, that night I didn't know. Um, I kind of had a feeling I wasn't really into him after that night. Um, So when he went to leave... I was just like, okay, bye. It was really nice to meet you. Like we gave each other a hug and he was like, can you walk me out to my car? (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, sure. Yeah. And he had parked so far up the road from like where my friends lived. So I'm like walking him up the street in the dark and he was like, wow, I had like a really great time with you. Like your friends are really great. Honest to God, he probably called me Corey again. I just didn't know. I was like, yeah, it was really great. Like, really nice to meet you. Like, gave him, you know, like a friendly hug goodbye. And he, like, just stuck his tongue down my throat. Like, just instantly, like, put us together. 
tongue in my mouth. I know that's gross. That's literally what he did. And I just like shot backwards and I looked at him and he looked like scared because I was like so taken back by it that I was like, oh, like I just like looked at him and he was like, "Uh, should I not have done that? And I was like, I gotta go. It was really nice meeting you. Good night. Drive safe. And I like sprinted down the hill, like back to my friend's house. And I went in there and they were all like dying of laughter because they were like, he called you the wrong name. You had no idea. And then I was like, well, he just tried to suck my face off in your driveway. So, oh, so that one was fun. That one was good. Um, We didn't speak after that night. I think we just kind of left that where it was. There really wasn't much. (laughs) There wasn't much to talk about after that. Like you called me the wrong name all night. And then that awkward moment where you kissed me happened. Yeah, we just left that where it was. Um, so the next one is another Bumble contender. And this one, <laughs> I think this one is probably like me and my, my best friends, like favorite one. Um, we like to call him mustache because he had a very distinctive mustache. It like curled <laughs> up on the sides. <laughs> Oh my god. Like I and it's funny cuz like he didn't have that in his any of his profile pictures on his Bumble. He must have just forgot to put that on there. Mentioned that he had this 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 interesting stash going on. Anyway, we call him Mustache because of his mustache, obviously. Anyway, so um this one's good. This one's good. So we had been talking for maybe a couple of days and during the week and he was like, yeah, my birthday is coming up. It's this weekend. Um, and he, you know, had just told me that he had just moved to Nashville. He didn't know anybody. And he was like, you know, like, I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend. Like, uh. me being me, I'm like, well, hey, like, let's go out. I can show you the spots my friends and I like to hang out at. Like, we have plans this weekend. But if you want to come with us, like, sh- probably, you know, it's probably no big deal. Like, I'll show you a good time. You know, sure. Um, and he was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, great. You know, I had high hopes for this one. Uh, so I offered to drive him that day because it was his birthday. So I went to pick him up and he gets in my car. Um, I sat there and waited for him for like 30 minutes. I like kept texting him like I'm outside of your apartment. Didn't hear from him. Tried to call him once. Didn't hear from him really about ready to just be like, okay, never mind. I'm going to go. Bye. Um, finally he comes out, gets in my car and he gets in and he's like just a wrecking ball, like flops in the seat beside me, looks at me and his eyes are like already bloodshot. He smells like a bar mixed with like Axe cologne. And then I see the mustache. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Oh, I like already knew. I just already knew. So I'm like, oh, hey, happy birthday. Like I'm making a joke. I'm like, it seems like you've already started celebrating. Granted, it was already like one, two o'clock, maybe. Um, and 
I was like, he's like, yeah, I, you know, I just took a couple shots, like just getting ready. You know, I was a little nervous, but just, he's just talking like nonstop, like going on and on and on about how he was nervous and how like, yeah, I had a couple shots, but like, I'm okay. Like, hope it doesn't bother you. You know, I like a good shot of whiskey. And I was like, oh my, oh my God. Like, I was like, no, you're fine. Happy birthday. Like you, you know, I mean, just enjoy yourself. And I'm like already thinking, here we go. Um, so we're driving down the road. It's like a 20 minute drive from where he lives to go to where we were going. And we're sitting in the car and we're like having a conversation, just, you know, normal, like, where are you from? Um, just like siblings, like just normal small talk kind of. So he's like, yeah, I just moved to Nashville a few weeks ago. Um, I just broke up with my girlfriend recently. Um, and I looked at him and I was like, well, how recent? And he was like, well, oh, just like a month or two ago. And I was like, okay, it seems a little fresh, but also like, you know, benefit of the doubt. I'll just, you know, see where it goes. And he's like, yeah, I, I didn't want to leave my dog alone in my apartment all day because I knew I would be gone. So she's at my apartment right now watching our dog. I was like, oh, you guys have a dog together. Like, sweet. And he was like, yeah, we switch on and off. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, so you moved here with your girlfriend? And he's like, yeah. Um, you know, we moved here together, but we just realized that, like, we didn't work out. And then we broke up. And we live in separate apartments. We just got our own places. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I believed him. I was like, all right, you didn't give me any reason to not. So we get to the bar. My friends are already there sitting at a table. We show up. I introduce everybody. Um, he was kind of quiet at first, didn't really say much, which was a big 360 from the way he was in the car with me. Um, but as soon as we sit down at the table, he's like pounding beers, like drinking them like he's chugging water. And my friends, like my friends and I drink, you know, a decent amount. So we're not like, oh my God, this man is like a psychopath. But we're like, oh, you're drinking a little heavy. And I already like knew he was kind of already drunk when I picked him up. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? We're at a gig. We're at a, we're at a bar, but like we're watching my best friend's husband play a gig. So we're all just like, you know, little, little bit of talk here, watching him play, like, <laughs> and just, and then a moment of silence happens. And this guy, after not saying really anything at all, like just being very silent, just out of nowhere spits out and says, you guys want to see a picture of me in a wreck? <laughs> and we were like, we just all looked at each other and we were like, um, and by the time we were even able to like get anything out and be like, what do you, what a wreck? Like he was already showing us a picture and I think it was his leg. I don't, I don't know if it was his arm or if it was his leg, something like that. But it was nasty, like all fucked up and sticking out, like just gross. And we're all like, oh, like just met this guy. Like, and this is the conversation that he's leading with out of absolutely nowhere. And we're like, oh yeah, like that's gross. And we're all kind of concerned. We're like, what happened? Like, where did this come from? And then he proceeds to say that he was driving his car and was hit by a train. <laughs> and y'all are probably like this bitch. She's laughing at this poor guy. Okay. But listen. He was not like traumatized by it. The way he was talking about it. And like it was like kind of like he was like boasting about it. Or like 
proud of it was weird the way he was talking about it was like look i got hit by a train like it was freaking weird they are just looking at each other like what the fuck <laughs> so you know we're like asking him how did this happen like and he's just like evil laughing at us and we're like um and <laughs> it, like i'm already like an hour into this date and i'm like abort abort mission like yeah, maybe this isn't it. So then we start asking, like, well, were you drinking? Because he wasn't telling us why he, what happened. He was just, like, laughing. And we're like, well, are we supposed to know what happened to you? <laughs> like, what? And we were like, well, were you drinking? And he was being weird about that. He's like, no. And then he would laugh. And then we were like, were you under the influence of something? Like, smoking something? And he was like, and he was like, no, I just, you know, I didn't see it coming. I was going really fast and I didn't see the train coming. And we were like, okay. <laughs> and then we like had so many questions, but then he just drops it. Like just completely drops the conversation, puts his phone away. We never see the picture again. And once again, we're all looking at each other thinking, what the fuck just happened? Never brings it up again. Weird. Whatever. That go that passes. Um, and then <laughs> he tried to fight this guy at the bar, um, who he was an older guy, um, that hung out at this bar all the time. And in, in the past had like hit on me at the bar. Um, when I say this guy, it was like an, it's an older man. Like he's probably in his forties, but uh, <laughs> it's a whole other story, but he was mad because I had shown up to this bar with mustache and he was making it very, well known that he was pissed off um so we were like making a, you know a joke about it just being like oh ha 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 this guy we well this guy we called him mullet because he has mullet <laughs> so we have mullet and we have mustache anyway so anyway mustache becomes aware that mullet is mad that mustache is with me at the bar that whole sentence <laughs> was just something. Um, so anyway, he is like ready to fight this guy. Um, he's like, tell him right now, I'll fight him in the bathroom. If he wants to go, tell him, let's go. And at this point, he's saying it very loud. So like everybody in this bar is hearing him. And at this point, I am just like, how do I get this man home? Like, can I call him an Uber? Can I put him in this? Like, how do I do this in a as, as nice as I possibly can, because that's just who I am as a person. Like I just, how, how do I do this? And then I'm like, well, it is his birthday. Like maybe try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. So then we all decided like, maybe we should leave. Maybe we should go somewhere else. So my friend's gig ends and we're like, let's go have a game night. We go to my friend's house. Um, we show up At this point. This man is beyond the point of drunk. He is like, he is messed up. And he gets there and he's like, where's the liquor? Where's the liquor? And the only liquor in my friend's house was Fireball. And he's like, fuck Fireball. I'm not, he just like, F this, F that. I'm not effing drinking that. And we're like, oh my God, just all of us are very uncomfortable at this point. And I'm just, I don't know what to do. Kept reminding us like, I know I'm messed up, but it's my birthday. And he reminded us every 10 minutes that it was his birthday. Um, just shot for shot, trying to get everybody else to take shots. And then he started like, 
when we were playing games, he just kept looking at everybody and just looking at them in the eyes and being like, oh, fuck you to everybody there. And at that point, I'm like, yep, we're going to wrap this night up. We're going to go. I'm taking you home. I don't want to be around you anymore. I cannot wait to get you out of my car. Like, let's go. So we all leave. We go home. We're in the car ride back. And I'm taking this man home. And I, I should have put his ass in an Uber hours ago. And on the drive back to his place, he turns the music down. Because <laughs> I had it blasted. I'm like, please don't say anything. Just maybe pass out on <laughs> the way up so I don't have to do this. So I turn the music up. He turns it down. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And he looks at me. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I have to be honest with you. And I was like, oh, boy. And I'm like, what do you have to be honest about? And he's like... I still live with my ex-girlfriend. We just broke up last week. And that's why she's there watching our dog. And I just laughed. I could only laugh. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I just turned the music back up. I was like, God, I cannot wait to get this man out of my vehicle. Like, I was speeding, like, pedal to the fucking metal. And he turns the radio down again. And he's like, I know you hate me, but... This was the best birthday of my life. And all I said out loud was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you thought that this was the best birthday of your life. And he looked at me and he was like, it was. It was the best birthday I've ever had. And then he passed out, fell asleep, just dead, passed out. Oh my gosh. I was like, I, I'm going to get him up or out of my vehicle. Like, am I going to have to go into his apartment complex and go knock on all the apartment doors to be like, hi, I need the ex-girlfriend of Mustache's real name. Hello, is it you? Like, I don't know if you're his ex-girlfriend, if you're his current girlfriend, and like, you didn't know he was out on a date. I don't know the truth here. When we got to his apartment complex, we pulled in and he, like, I just kind of shook him a little bit and I was like, hey, you're here. Like, in my head, like, get out. I'm like, kicking him out of my car. And he's like, oh, thank you again, trying to like... Be like, it wasn't the best birthday of my life. I had so much fun. And I'm like, oh, it was the best. So I dropped him off with Zex and their dog. And that was the end of that. And my friends and I love that one. That, that's our favorite one, I think. Oh, it was just so good. It was good. Always, when we talk about, like, me and, like, my horrific dating history we always bring up mustache he's he's our favorite now we're gonna get into the last one this one this one this one um this one has a weird twist to it so get ready um I was fooled for a minute about by this one so I met this guy I think it was on hinge um we had gone out and we went for coffee, and it was really good. The first date was really good. Um, he was a very sweet guy. He was a guy that I typically wouldn't go after, but I was like, sure, why not? You know, just keeping my options open. So I went out with him. It was good. Um, so we decided to go out on a second date. We went to dinner one night, um, and it was great. Like, dinner was good. I had a good time, but I think that that night, I just had realized that, like, we really didn't have anything in common. Um, so when he took me home that night, I 
just was like, eh, well, okay, you know, nice to meet you. Thanks for dinner. Like, had a great time. Um, and then just was kind of going to leave it at that. Um, and if he was going to ask me, like, you know, if I wanted to go out a third time, I was just going to be honest and be like, I don't think we have anything in common. Um, so with this one, I tried to end it and he wouldn't let me. Um, we had gone out, like I said, twice and I ended up being very honest and was like, I don't think this is going to work out. I think we're very different people, which was fine. I don't, I didn't think he was going to go back on that. I didn't think he was a bad person. Um, and he did not like that. And I guess like the, a lot of the reasoning behind why, like, I didn't think that we were going to work out and like why I just feel like we were very different is because he just said some things to me, like just over texts that were just weird. He, I would like swear in a text and he would be like, I don't like it when you swear. I wish you wouldn't do that. And I was like, the fuck? Like, you're not my dad. You can't tell me whether or not, you know, I can swear or not. So, like, that made me mad, and then he also said, he was just very judgmental about my drinking, um, when we would, like, talk, and I would be like, oh, I'm out with friends, and he was like, again, or I'd be like, oh, I'm at a bar with some friends, having some drinks, he would be like, oh, again, like, you, you drink that much, I don't know, he would make, like, shitty comments like that, and when we went out to dinner that night, um, he had made a comment about me having, I had like two glasses of wine at dinner and he like made a comment about me having two drinks and like being on a date with him and how it was like inconsiderate. And I was like, okay. So yeah, I just really wasn't into that. Like that's a no from me. And I was very honest with him about that. Um, but he thought that we had this like incredible connection, I guess. And he was like, I have never met anybody like you before. And like you and I, I just feel like are meant to be. And I was like, he sent me like this message after I was like, hey, you know, I don't think we should do this. And I was like, oh my, where did you get that from? Like we've only, we went on one coffee date and that was like 30 minutes. And then we went on a dinner date, which... I was kind of, it was fine, like, we had good conversation, but I also felt really judged and uncomfortable about a lot of stuff that you said to me, so I don't think I felt a connection at all. I I don't think that there was anything, like, significant about us being together, or the two dates we went on, Um, and he just kept it going, like, he would not let me stop. And I was really nice about it for a while. I would, you know, just let him do it and let him say what he felt. Um, And he just would keep FaceTiming me every day, like every night, and I wouldn't answer. And he would text me and be like, just please answer me. Please answer me. And I was like, I just, this is a little strange. Um, There was one night where, like, I just couldn't take it anymore, and I, like, needed to be very blunt with him. And he was like, please call me. Can we please talk on the phone? Like, I need to hear your voice. And I was out with my friends, and he knew that. So, um, he just kept calling and calling. So we were at my, my one friend's house and I was like, guys, I need you to help me. Like walk me through this. Cause I don't know how to tell this guy that he needs to stop. I've been nice. Like he just needs to stop. 
So I answer the phone and I let him speak. I let him say his piece. And he was like, I just think, you know, we had a great connection and I don't know why you're doing this. And I don't know if it's something that I said or something that I did. And I was like, yeah, it actually is something you said and you did. I told him very honestly, I was like, I don't think we have a connection at all. I didn't like that you basically thought that I was trash because I swear (laughs) and I drink alcohol. Um, I was just very honest with him and like I would, I was on the phone with him and he would just keep saying all this stuff and I would like put him on mute and it was just me and my, my two, um, good girlfriends and I would be like, guys, he would just go on and on and they would both just be like, I don't even know what to say to him. Like you've said what you need to say. Like, I don't even know when I was just like situation to be in and I was just like after I let him speak his piece again on the phone I you know took him off mute and I was like listen I don't want to do this very blunt um I feel like you would want to change everything about me you need to stop calling me please stop texting me go on and live your life on and live mine he was just like okay fine hung up whatever hadn't heard from him for over a year (laughs) This is when things get fucking weird. Um, So fast forward, like I said, a year later, um, I was out one night and I woke up and I thought I'd lost my wallet. Um, I know that I'd posted on Instagram that night that I was at this bar, like I'd put it on my story. And he, at the time, had still been following me on Instagram, I think. Um, But... I didn't realize that I had, like, dropped it in the parking lot when I left. Um, so I went, when I woke up the next morning, I was, like, searching for my car. I was searching anywhere. Like, I, I was just retracing my steps. I called the bar. They didn't have it. Um, and it was just really weird, and I was just kind of panicking. So I had gone in to, like, cancel my cards. And um, I'd called my bank, and my bank was like, we were just about to call you. You have a charge on your debit card for, like, $400 at a gas station. And I was like, what? They're like, we didn't put it through. Like we, you know, canceled it. Um, We got a notification because we were like, that's really strange. Um, And I was like, that is really weird. I'm like, I'm guessing maybe like I dropped my wallet in the parking lot. I had no idea that like I did. Somebody picked it up. I was like, you know, I'm glad I called. Great. So they shut my cards off. Thought it was somebody random. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to wait for a new card to come in the mail. Like that sucks because my ID was in that wallet. Um, my insurance cards were in that wallet. It just was a shitty situation and I didn't really think anything of it. So a couple hours go by and I get this random Facebook message from an account that I have no idea who it is, has no profile picture. At first the messages were normal. It was just kind of like, Hey, I found your wallet on the side of the road. Um, picked it up, saw your ID, looked up on Facebook. I have it, um, can return it to you. I was like, Oh, amazing. Like that's so great. Like, where are you located? Like, I can come meet you or, you know, whatever. So it just started to get really weird. Um, they wouldn't like meet me halfway. The location was like a 30 minutes outside of Nashville and it just didn't make sense. Like the location of where they said that they had my wallet and like where I had left my wallet was just, it didn't make sense. And I didn't really think anything of it until the messages started to get weird. And they were just kind of demanding, like, come get your wallet, won't meet you halfway, 
sent me a location. The location was sketchy. It wasn't even, it was like a back road with no houses. Um, just really creepy shit. And, um, I thought about going to get it. And then all of my friends were like, you're not going there. Don't even try. Just call the police and just see if they'll go pick it up or go check it out. So I did call the police. At first they weren't going to go do anything about it. Um, but then I called again and I was like, listen, I have weird Facebook messages. I don't want to go there alone. Is there any way that you guys could just go check it out for me? So they sent a cop or they sent two cops. They went out and they ended up finding my wallet. Um, and it was like in a tree. It was just very odd. It was in a tree and there was nobody there. And they came back and they were like, they had called me and they're like, would anyone, you know, like that you know of would be watching you or like playing games with you or just trying to get your attention um, which is exactly what he was doing. Um, and I didn't think about it at first. I was like, no, like, I don't know anybody. And I was like scared. I was like, I don't know anybody that would do this. Like I've never had like, like a stalker. Like I've never like had a situation, you know, where that had happened before. So I was like, no, there's no way. But they gave me my wallet back and they're like, well, just, you know, be very cautious of what you're doing or just of your surroundings. Um, cause that's a little sketchy. And if like, you know, you anything's weird, let us know. So I got my ID or I got my wallet back and I had opened it and my ID was missing. And that was really concerning for me because I was like, well, if this someone random that I don't know has my ID and my address is on it, it was just really creepy and it was really weird. Um, I didn't do anything about it because I just had no idea like who had done this or whatever. So I found out it's not funny, but it is because it's just like I look back on it now and I'm like, I should have seen the signs. Um, about a week later, my ID shows up at my apartment complex and it was found in our mailroom. Um, they don't lock like our mailroom door, which yeah, like safe, right? But um, whoever found it took it into the office and our leasing manager had it. And when I went up there to get our mail one day, he was like, hey, um, we found your ID or somebody brought you, brought your ID to us. They said they found it in the mailroom. And I was like, oh, that's really strange. Um, and I was like, is by chance are there cameras here? And he was like, we do have a camera that's like facing outside of the, um, cause our, it's like the leasing office, the gym and the mailroom is all one building. It's like, we have one camera that faces like right in front. I'm not sure like if you'll be able to see anything, too specific, but like we can see if there's anything on there. So he pulls it up and I look at it and, um, I couldn't see his face hundred percent, but the, like the, his physique and the clothes he was wearing, it just made sense. I just, I, it put two and two together the minute I saw it. And I was like, there's no fucking way that this is who this is. And I just kept looking at it and I was like, it has to be, that it has to be him. There's no way that it's not. Um, so I did confront him and I like messaged him cause I still had his number. I had messaged him or I texted him and I was like, listen, this is a little fucked up. It's a little weird. If you, you know, wanted to speak to me, you could have reached out. Like I get that we didn't leave it on a good note, but like to take something from me to show up at a place that I'm at and not say anything to me, it's really creepy. Um, and then to follow me outside is creepy. And then to pick up my wallet that I dropped on the ground and not give it back to me or take it inside the bar, but like to take it and then try to 
get me to meet up with you and act like it's not you. Like just, it was so, so fucking weird. Um, but yeah, so he just returned it and acted like he, we know, wasn't going to get caught, but, um, he never responded (laughs) to my text because I kind of went off on him, which, you know, as expected, that's really fucked up. Um, so he never responded and that was kind of like my verification that like, yep, I think he did it. Um, I just blocked him on everything, like all forms of social media. I blocked his number, um, cause that was just really, really strange. So as you can see, <laughs> I'm very reluctant when it comes to dating because I've just have not had great experiences with them here in Nashville. Um, they're just like some of my favorite horror stories and great old memories to look back on. And I do laugh at them today. I do. But like when I eventually do with, do get with, you know, my person someday to really look back on and be like, babe, look at all the hell I went through (laughs) to get to you. Um, and now my dating life is a literal joke, but it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I honestly would really love to hear some of your dating terrors. Have any? Please, 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 please DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram at Connor Bryan, or you can DM me at the podcast Instagram, which is at the It's Fine, I'm Fine podcast. Or if you want to keep it anonymous, can't speak, you can send a message over to the email, which is just the it's fine, I'm fine podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have any horror stories, please send them my way because it's brutal out here for us single ladies. I hope that you guys got some good enjoyment out of this. And I will see you guys next week on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.